0: Before the episode begins, we want to take a minute to let you know registration for the Leadership Survival Bootcamp is now open. If you are like most of the tormented healthcare leaders we speak with, and you're doing even one of the following, you're over-focused on your professional life, not setting boundaries, and not asking for support, we guarantee you're exhausted, unhappy, and stressed.
1: We know taking time out to participate in a boot camp is the last thing you may feel you can add to your already full plate. Yet, we're talking about your survival at this point. We know you're dealing with many different challenges managing staffing, resource issues, and you're constantly navigating uncertainty, but not taking time to add a new tool to your toolbox, learn a new skill and gain new perspectives will only guarantee you'll keep experiencing what you're experiencing now. Being the best leader you can be begins with survival. Just go over to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events and enroll today in the February 2023 leadership survival bootcamp. You'll actually have fun while you create your action plan and early warning system. Every session is recorded, so if you can't attend the live session for any reason, you can watch the replay. See you in the boot camp.
0: This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 185. Today, we talk about three new leadership norms that you will want to embrace to become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable leader. Stay tuned to learn what they are. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is Michelle. Yeah, and I'm her sidekick, Tracy.
1: Back again for some more. We're back for some more. (laughs) Some more. We're going to have some more. Do you know my family teases me because I don't
0: say that word right? I know. (laughs)
1: That's why I'm teasing you. (laughs) Because I'm your family. I can do that. I can do that. They're called
0: s'mores. You know, the whole graham cracker Marshmallow chocolate in the fireplace that we always do up at your place
1: in the summer. In the summer, winter now. I know it's winter, but (laughs) yeah, I know. And and I never knew you didn't say that right until you said it this summer. And I was like, "Gonna have s'mores." No, there's s'mores. Some more. We're gonna have some more. The more you guys get to know me, the more you'll love me. I say words in funny ways. Yes, she does. But you know what? That's what we love about her. Yeah.
0: First thing we're gonna talk about is a dictionary.
1: (laughs) What are we talking about today, Tracy? We're talking about norms. This is Michelle's norms. Now we're going to talk about leadership norms, right? So, well, just, you know, we always like to kind of define stuff so we know what we're talking about. So, you know what we mean, what we say, what we're saying, right? Yes. So, norms, according to the Oxford Dictionary, they're rules or expectations that are socially endorsed, something usual, typical, or standard. And, you know, norms can be good. Like, oh, yeah. You know, they can be helpful and they can be, you know, they can be good things in our lives. Like when somebody sneezes, you know, God bless you or whatever, right? Yep. And just how we maintain order in social situations, you know, like when you're at the, I don't know if people do even go into banks anymore. (laughs) I was going to say when you're at the bank and you're standing in line. No, Tracy. I don't think
0: (laughs) they do not. (laughs) But we still stand in line for the ATM machine.
1: Well, yeah, we do that too. We still stand stand in in line at the self checkout.
0: Oh, Yes. yes. Self checkout And there's
1: norms around that. Boy. Especially at Christmas time.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't want to cut in front of anybody.
1: Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> but some norms can also unintentionally cause pain and suffering. And we don't we don't want those norms. No, we don't. <laughs> right. So we really have been. Paying attention to what people have been sharing with us, the leaders, healthcare leaders have been sharing with us. And what we're, we've are we been uncovering is that, and I don't think it's really new, but it's just come more to the forefront, that there yes. are some leadership norms that people are have been experiencing, have been working under um, for many, many years that are not healthy norms. They're not supportive. They're really causing some pain and suffering. And we are uh, on a mission, mm-hmm. creating a movement to bust through those norms. Mm-hmm. And uh and the first part about it is these are kind of, you know, they're unspoken, they're just expected. And uh and so it's really becoming aware of them and being mindful about them and making some mindful choices about how um how we can create new norms. And mindful yeah. choices is pillar number 1, yes. dynamic balance effect framework of ours and it's those are choices that empower us, move us towards the life that we want and the leader we want to be. Um and those choices really, you know, need to stay in alignment with who we are in the essence of who we are. And that's our personal alignment pillar, which is number three, the dynamic balance effect.
0: Yeah. So as Tracy said, we've been studying leadership norms. And that is the premise of our podcast today to kind of just expose it, put it, shine a little light on it again, because it needs a lot of light on it because they've been there for so long. Yeah. yeah and leaders have been indoctrinated with certain ways of thinking and being and uh, and just following people that have been in front of us and so it's really time to do that and as she said we really are on a mission to bust these norms we know with all of the call in healthcare right now for health and well-being from the C-suite to the front line, this is a critical component that absolutely has to happen to stop that suffering uh, that leaders are, you know, under all the time or experiencing mm-hmm. all the time. And we do want to create a movement. Um, that's how change happens. Uh, it and it's it's been painfully slow, and I think with everything leaders have experienced and what we hear on a weekly basis. It's time for a movement for us to embrace new norms, and to promote health and well-being and that dynamic balance that is so needed with healthcare leaders today. So we're going to uh, we're going to dive into that today in the podcast.
1: Now yeah, we're going to share three new norms. Three new norms. Three new norms. Before we go there, though, let's talk about reality. So, if you're a tormented healthcare leader, uh, you are purpose driven, but you're exhausted. You're feeling guilty whenever you do anything that is related to taking care of yourself and you are enjoying your role less and less every day. Then, you know, uh, if you're feeling those things, then we guarantee you're doing one or more of these things. Which is not setting boundaries, so you're saying yes about you know eighty percent of the time and not saying no, yes, you're bringing work <laughs> home every night or almost every night, or you're answering emails or texts right, or you're making yourself accessible uh, all the time, and you're sacrificing personal time with your family for work at least once or more a week um, Does that fit you? <laughs>
0: Let us ask you,
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) how does that sound? Are we right?
0: How does that sound? So yes, again, if you're working long long hours, never saying no, being accessible, accessible 24-7 and sacrificing your personal life for your team and for your organization You know, these are all leadership norms that more than likely you learned uh, from leaders that came before you because we, you know, we follow. We learn from those that tap us to be leaders. We learn from other leaders as we move through the organization, go to different organizations. And what happens if you really stop and think about it, there are unspoken expectations that influence our behaviors as leaders. Mm -hmm. They're unspoken and they become norms.
1: Yeah. And that's what those are. Right. And we so we get it. You know, it's not it's not a judgment here. Right. That you're living under these. Everybody is. We did. We did. And Mm -hmm. it's all we've ever known. It's kind of the again, the normal. Right. Right. It's what almost every leader is doing. Um, and it's what we've believed it took to be successful, but we, we, it now is the time to change that because we can't create healthy work cultures. We can't be healthy role models if we don't break through these norms and start to create these newer norms, norms that are more empowering and supportive of us.
0: Yep. So we are on a mission as we've stated three times now,
1: (laughs) Well, we want you to be clear. (laughs) We want to be clear. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're not going to stop at this, right? We're not just giving it lip service. No,
0: no. We are on a mission to redefine what success looks like for leaders and what those new norms can be to support you. you know, And not only to stop the burnout that is rampant in our healthcare system, but to attract the new generation, right? Mm -hmm. We need new generation of leaders. And we want to set them up for true success. We want them to have a different experience where they're thriving in both their professional life and their personal life and their role modeling, well-being to their teams. It's going to look a lot different as we get on this mission together and um, and to create the healthy, healing work cultures and the work environments that's really worthy to come in and lead and work in every day to create the best places to give and receive care.
1: Yeah. And, and just think about it. You know, how many... How many people who are really strong potential leaders have you had conversations with that have said, oh, I don't want to be a leader. I see what you got to do. Yeah. I see the life you live. I don't want that. Yeah. Right. And the new generation isn't going to tolerate it.
0: Or we've talked to leaders that jumped in and said, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So mm-hmm. you have that aspect as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about these three new leadership norms. And these are just three so far. I think there's more, but mm-hmm. these are the three we're going to share today. The big three. The big three. Ooh. Right. And um, <laughs> and the, so that you can start implementing and role modeling these. And they're not rocket science, but we want to replace the old norms with these ones. And the first one starts with prioritizing self-care. Now, There's a lot of beliefs about self-care and that self-care is selfish. Um, And we know that that's out there. We just had conversations with a large group of uh, leaders at a, you know, healthcare conference not that long ago that, you know, self-care is selfish, right? And so that's a a belief we have to bust through. Um, But, you know, you... You may or may not realize that working nonstop, putting your team and your organization first um, on an ongoing basis does nothing but drain your energy, your reserves, your ability to really serve them right. by being the best leader that you can be. Right. So mm-hmm. It's just like the safety instructions you get in the airplane, right? Like you have to put your oxygen mask on before you assist anybody else. Um, it, it really, it takes that just, you've got to fill your reserves mentally, psychologically, physically, right? So that you can right. serve others um, because you're no good to them. Think about it. Like if you're exhausted and irritable, um, reactive, right? Emotionally drained. What kind of leader are you being? How helpful, Are you really being to your team or to the organization? Um, Now, a great example of um, not taking care of yourself and really pushing to the limits um, comes from, you know, uh, Ariana Huffington. She's a great example of this. She's a Greek-American author, businesswoman, most notable uh, for co-founding the Huffington Post. Um, she's an uh, author, a columnist, wrote n- numerous books, like decades of success and initially um, success meant to her money and power. That was what she was after, money and power. She worked tirelessly, right? Everything, she put everything into her company. She worked 18-hour days. Um, she pushed herself and pushed herself. Um, and she continued and persisted for years in that until like in 2007, she um, was at her desk or she was in her office and she fainted and she hit her cheek on her desk and fractured her cheekbone. Mm-hmm. And after extensive tests and conversations with numerous physicians, it was all related to the fact that she had pushed her body beyond its limits, and, um, and this was the result. And, um, and so, you know, we have to pause and ask what choice are we making when we're not taking care of ourselves? What are we choosing? What are we actually choosing? Because when we say no to our self-care, we're choosing the potential decline of ourselves and our well-being.
0: Yeah, now she's a great advocate yeah. for thriving and mm-hmm. well being and changing what success looks like. She looks great. <laughs> yeah, she of does. Course. Have you seen her?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've seen her. She looks great. <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, this stuff works. Prioritize your self-care. Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. it does.
0: All right. The second leadership norm is to set and clearly communicate boundaries. So clear and healthy boundaries are absolutely critical to leadership success, both in your personal life and in your professional life. And a lack of boundaries, you know, they're gonna result in negative consequences for you as a leader. So we want people to really think about having healthy boundaries because they're designed to protect and honor important parts of your life, your lives, both professional and personal, or those elements of our lives that matter most. Mm -hmm. Okay, So boundary setting is for you. It's not for other people. It's really for you. And you can create boundaries to clarify what is acceptable and non-negotiable for you in your life. And they can be very, very empowering. I mean, if you set strong boundaries and you, you get clear on what they need to be and you set them, um, there's a lot of benefit. So, you know, it helps you to just do your work. Um, and reflection is important. So you have to do the work to even think about what you think about boundaries. You know, you can't overcome uh, limiting beliefs or behaviors if you don't take the un- time to understand what do you where do your boundary thoughts come from? What's the history of them? Yeah. You know, we're, we learn about boundaries and then, you know, we need to understand why we choose them. And actually in one of our podcast episodes, number 149, we had the boundary boss herself, Terry Cole, and she talked about understanding your boundary blueprint. So if this is something that you want to create as a new norm for yourself, we encourage you to also go back and listen to that episode. So the first step is to start just releasing your limiting beliefs that you have about boundaries and replacing them with empowering mantras and new boundary thoughts. And so, for example, you know, you may believe that you can't say no. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I just can't say no. Uh, there's a lot of fear of missing out or FOMO in healthcare leaders. You know, if I if I say no to this, this opportunity may not come my way again. Or how am I going to say no to this person? I've admired them forever and they asked me to do something. How am I ever going to say no to that person?
1: Uh, how will you do it? I don't know. It's like this. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or I'll be rejected. If I say no and put up a boundary, I'll be rejected mm-hmm. or... I'll, I won't get asked again. And this could be career limiting, you know? So think about what thoughts you think when an opportunity presents itself or you're asked to do something and the thoughts that you think. And, um, cause you have to realize that every time you say no to something, you're actually saying yes to something else. That's important for you. That will be respected. If you make that clear and you share your thoughtful consideration of why you are saying no. Yeah. Another Way that you can, Tracy's going to tell you.
1: <laughs> She's not a roll, folks. Here we go. All right. So um, another aspect of setting boundaries is identifying where you could benefit from boundaries more often, right? So just stepping back and reevaluating, where could I leverage some more boundaries in my life, um, both personally, professionally? Example might be blocking time on your calendar. You know, just putting some me time on your calendar or putting some thought thinking time on your calendar. uh, Do not disturb time on your calendar uh, or putting a sign on your door. Do not disturb. 30 minutes, right? Uh, Whatever. Just kind of blocking out time for you, time for whatever you need. Um, The third one is clearly defining boundaries and your why for the boundary. So what does a boundary mean to you? You know, and, um, and then just like, why is that boundary important? That why is going to help you maintain that boundary over time. And, um, you know, it can just be uh, 30 minutes in the morning to help yourself get grounded. Mm-hmm. Right. And it make that a non-negotiable. You, if you know, you operate better. Uh, Throughout the day, when you have some quiet time in the morning, using that time, whatever way grounds you most, then make that a non negotiable. This is what I do every day, and that's my boundary around that, right? And just in knowing why. And that's because it helps you to mentally prepare, maybe psychologically, spiritually prepare for the day, and you're better when you do it, right? The fourth is having a plan to maintain your boundary. So writing it down, the more prepared you are, the easier it is to maintain, thinking in advance what might get in the way of me maintaining this boundary, um, even in defending the boundary to somebody else, right? And in communicating to somebody else, writing that out. Here's how I can, uh, here's the script I'll use as Mm -hmm. an example, right? If if this boundary comes into question, this is how I'm going to explain it. This is how I'm going to stand firm in the boundary. So those are just some ways to kind of really get those boundaries solidified and identified. That's so helpful. And we we coach a lot of leaders
0: on that. Be prepared of what to say. Have it ready. And the third new leadership norm is to create dynamic balance between your personal life and your professional life. Sweet spot. It is a sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> and life is dynamic. And so your approaches to balancing your professional life and your personal life is really important. It requires a flexible and dynamic approach. And uh, create, creating more balance between your personal professional life is possible. Tracy and I—that is our mantra. It is possible. You can do it. You can do it. It's understanding how to do it, and it begins with changing how you think about balance. Mm-hmm. So again, you got to stop, reflect. How do I think about this? Just like the the um, boundaries, right? It's good to stop and think about that. And shifting your beliefs about what is possible when it comes to balance and being vigilant in the pursuit of the outcomes that you want in both aspects of your life, your professional life and your personal life.
1: Well, and, you know, you hear it from everybody. Oh, work-life balance isn't possible. It's not possible. So then you just start to believe that or you think, oh, we got to mash it all up, right? Well, it's not possible if you're looking at it from a 50-50 perspective. And most of us, when we think about balance, the first visual that comes into your mind is a scale, Right. And um it, it that's equal. Right. And and life is not equal. Life that just does not work, right? And we know that, but it doesn't mean you can't have balance. Um, it's about making small adjustments over time. And when you think about it, nature is a dynamic balance, mm-hmm. right? When yeah. you think about the environmental balance is maintained through like the continuous operation of like all different kinds of cycles, natural cycles, Seasons. right? Within the earth, the water, mm-hmm. carbon cycle, the oxygen cycle, the nitrogen cycle, right? Mm-hmm. All of that is finitely balanced and maintained in nature. It's the same thing in your life, right? You, It's dynamic. It's a natural dynamic system. Our lives are dynamic as this, in the same way. And so it really is about leveraging the ecosystem of our life. And knowing that, you know, there are times where we have to give more in one area than the other, and we just have to keep that flow going. And when we're in the flow between the two, knowing where to put our attention, but never totally taking our attention totally away from the other pole in our life, then we can get to that dynamic aspect. It's living in the flow state, right?
0: Knowing how to to navigate
1: it, knowing how to... Yeah, and when you're in the flow, you know it. Oh, yeah, you do. Right? Absolutely. And it feels really great, and you're happy and fulfilled Yeah, and thriving. That's what we want for everybody. For all leaders. Yes. So have you considered what it's going to cost you
0: if you continue to follow the old leadership norms? Like, what's it going to cost? Where will you be six months from now or a year from now if you keep doing what you're doing? And, you know, we know just from... Watching all of you and talking to so many leaders, you know, you're most likely going to end up burned out or barely surviving. Um, We just talked to a healthcare executive this morning, and several of his leaders are what he describes, they're on the tipping point. So you have to really think about these new leadership norms and embrace them.
1: Yeah. You know, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you got, right? That's right. it's insanity. Do you think you're going to get anything different? So, and we get that, like, these are the norms we've lived under. It's not flip the switch and it's done. It, it takes consciousness. Yes. It takes intention. Right. And, and it takes support, new tools, new ways to look at things. And that's why we're here. Right. Trying to offer that new way to look at everything and just imagine what's possible. Right. If you take the time today to do that reflection, to embrace these new norms, to think about what's one thing I can do to care for myself? What's one thing I can do to have put a boundary in place that will, will protect my well-being and my health? You know, How can I get a little more balance between my professional life and my personal life? Just think about putting those new norms in your life today, even if it's just one small step in each aspect. Mm-hmm. It will make a big difference for people.
0: Yeah, and we've seen that. We've seen that. Well, we've experienced ourselves.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a journey, right? It It is a journey. journey. So
0: we have prioritized self-care and boundaries and really living, really uncovering the dynamic balance from what we've been learning and experiencing for years, and now coaching healthcare leaders from all over the country one of the greatest joys we get is watching the impact on leaders over time mm-hmm. of truly transforming professionally and personally by adopting these new leadership norms and one of the one of the nurse executives that we've been coaching for a couple of years now she just embodies this oh yeah mm-hmm. she has totally embrace prioritizing her self-care, setting boundaries, and living this dynamic balance in her life. And and, uh, one thing she learned about herself, because we're all different, we're not all the same person, is she realized early on how important exercise was to her and her preference for biking, and has adopted a love for biking. And um, she has, she doesn't live in a warm season state, you know, the whole time. So she has adapted to outdoor biking and the seasons she can and indoor biking, even though it's not her preference, but she stays committed to it. And she she can tell you it makes such a difference if she prioritizes that in her, mm-hmm. you know, in her schedule. And then also setting boundaries. So she underwent a major professional uh, milestone of uh, achieving her Ph.D. in the last year, and she shut down. And she told everyone around her, I want you to know I'm setting these boundaries. They're really critical. She got off social media. She quit talking to us. She quit talking to certain people. But she knew she had to just sink into those boundaries to achieve her goal and maintain balance in other parts of her life. So she was very successful at that, and she did um, achieve her her PhD goal. And with if we were big woohoo for her on that, yes. And then just realizing the dynamic balance, you know, as leaders, we have, you know, we need to do this in all seasons of our life. No matter if you're a young leader and you have young children at home. Or if you're older and your kids are older and you've got grandchildren and that's something else that she has really embraced with her mm-hmm. husband and her grandchildren and leveraging time with them and um, having date days with her husband. And so just seeing the impact on people's face and their skin and their well-being and their presence, it really makes a big difference. So it is possible to adopt these new leadership norms. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and get the outcomes that you want. Yes, and how you do it is unique to you, but you know, again, um, that's, that's where we help you get the journey started in our leadership survival boot camp. That's where we get you on the path and start to, to embrace the dynamic in your life. And, um, you know and to create start to create that dynamic balance and then looking at how the boundaries and and self-care fit into those elements of your life and so you know we're really just grateful that you've been here with us today and mm-hmm. listening in to our conversation about these three new norms and um and the doors are open now to the leadership survival boot camp uh and so you know just you have the opportunity to join other leaders around the country, take those first steps in uh, taking care of yourself. This is one way that you can actually take a first step in caring for yourself, but taking the time to learn a new way of looking at the challenges that you face as a leader, looking at how to find more balance and set boundaries, um, create these new norms, reclaim your life. It is your life. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody can do it for you, but we're offering you an opportunity to leverage some new tools and new ways of thinking and to be with others on the journey. You're not alone. Uh, every, you know, There's a lot of people out there that really want to thrive, and the first step to thriving is surviving as a leader and moving through these times and putting some things in place that will actually help you uh Take those first steps towards surviving and then move forward with thriving. And we we're happy to have you join us in the uh, in the boot camp. And you can go to our website, missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events, to register. And we'd love to see you in there. But until next time on the podcast, stay safe and stay healthy. And thank you again for listening today. See you next time.
0: you enjoyed this episode of healthcare's missing logic podcast now a top rated podcast for healthcare leaders please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit we are certain that if you found value in it they will too if you haven't already done so please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes and also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels: LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.